0: we got a lot to cover. Emma watched Penny Dreadful, and Jacob's fridge still won't open. Let's get to it. First, important matter at hand, Jacob, you just moved. Emma, you are in the process of moving. Yes. This has been a topic of discussion for several podcasts now, but now I really want to dissect it and get into it. Jacob's been haunted by a curse. Elaborate. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that ball in your court and let you let you play with it. Uh
1: so I think I talked about this before. <laughs> I don't remember if it was just kind of in passing or on the podcast, but uh You know,
0: I can't remember either now.
1: <laughs> yeah. But the last two apartments I lived in, the fridge door was like Um, it wouldn't open all the way and the the last apartment it would just like hit the wall there's a wall right next to it hit it and the door wouldn't open all the way which was mostly fine except for one of the drawers on the bottom that was closer to the door wouldn't open so like it was really frustrating to use it so we just didn't use it and then the apartment before that it was um a similar deal we had like a door right next to the fridge door but there was like a wall sticking out kind of so it hit the wall mm. wouldn't open all the way and we couldn't it was a little bit better than the last one but not great so we couldn't use that bottom drawer either and i was like okay i saw pictures of this new apartment and there was like this door uh this like sliding door kind of next to the fridge i was like okay worst case we just open that and we'll be able to open the fridge door all the way and i'm finally going to be able to use this drawer on the bottom (laughs) And so it gets into the apartment, where I'm packing, we're putting stuff away, and we had, like, a few refrigerated items that we wanted to put in the fridge. I'm putting stuff away, and the door doesn't open all the way. And then we pull out the thing, or the the, the, the like sliding door thing by the fridge, and it's it's like a folding sliding door, so it, like, sticks out. So, like, the Whoa. fridge opens even less when you have that thing open. So we still can't use the... Nice. So it's even worse. on the than I so Yeah, it's even worse. Uh-huh. Question.
0: Has this ever impacted your security deposit at the end? Like, does the door, like, mess up the paint on the wall? Because that would bother the fucking hell out of me. Like, every apartment I knew, essentially. I mean, obviously, you don't But, like,
1: has that been an issue? Oh, I don't know. I've never noticed it, like, scuffing up All right, good. the wall. I don't the think so. probably
0: doesn't either. There's an interior designer who's out for you. Whoever is organizing the layouts of these apartments, like, yeah, fuck whoever moves in here. (laughs) Fuck them in their fridge. (laughs) That's hellish, though. That's funny that that that's followed you to three apartments. I know. Uh, And I feel like you even mentioned, like, exactly what you just said. You saw pictures of the place, and you're like, all right, it doesn't... All right, cool, we're out of this bullshit. And then it was just, like, a secret hidden behind... That cool door. <laughs> Got you again. Boom. <laughs> Fuck you. That sucks.
2: What a vendetta. <laughs> Whoever designed it must have just been really mad about something.
0: Yeah, they had, they had a big piece of hair up their ass and they were just <laughs> pissy about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm. I'm catching <laughs> you drift.
0: Something about them, you know. I want to know what this person. Probably looks like this. Like whoever designs the layout for the. I'm, I'm picturing like a real like thin gaunt like Ebenezer Scrooge type looking guy. With like long yellow teeth and a rose hooky nose. Like a like a like a real like witch nose, and a, like thin greasy waspy hair. Just like just like a real nasty scummy. That that's who's designing this stuff. Eva, how's your move going? You haven't actually moved to your, to your new home. Movement, moving mm-hmm. is so exciting to talk about, guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's riveting, isn't it? Um, there's honestly not much left to say. I mean, I've just got a ton of empty boxes in my room that are waiting to be filled up with the contents of my room and all the. the empty and then I will be here. And I'm going to miss the city. Blah, blah, blah.
0: All the screaming and shouting and wild. Music. I'm even
2: gonna miss the uh <laughs> the distant gunshots.
0: Hey. They were fun. It added <laughs> excitement. Did I ever tell you about the time when I was living at Harbor Point there was like a legit fucking like real drug bust that happened across the street from me? Really? It was crazy. I had these friends <laughs> I had these friends who moved in. I had so there was this one there was there were, like, townhouses, and then, like, little apartment buildings, like, you know. Um, and some of the buildings, they were, bi- they were big, and so they were put in, like, a very specific spot in the tent, in the little... There were these two, like, rows, essentially, of the apartment buildings, and then behind those, there were just, like, townhouses. But between those two rows, that f- they would face each other, and there was, like, tennis courts and stuff and across my building across the tennis courts my friends had moved in and so we we would hang out all the time you know just walk between each other's houses it was cool uh and one time like we were just hanging around like i mean people listening to this have no idea what harvard Park is. although well they have businesses all over the country maybe they do it's not a great it's like a fucked up housing thing but we were hanging out one night, just walking around, and we're walking behind my apartment building, around the townhouses. We were hanging out with someone by the water. We were out on a, The whole thing was situated on the bay. And, dude, we see a sea of cop, like like, cruisers. And as we keep going, like, the sea turns into waves, you know, like, big vans. And then ambulances. And then, like, regular police, and then, like, some other, like uniformed, like, militant-looking guys walking out of this building, out of one of the townhouses, with just bags, just, like, black, nondescript, like, police bags, like, full of shit, uh, just coming in and out and, like, wheeling out, like, bodies. It was fucking crazy. We, they, uh, they didn't mention any of the people... In the report, what the next day, something came out in the news about like a heroin bust in Dorchester or something and and I was like that was that had to be fucking it this this, this like random you know w- the area around that neighborhood wasn't exactly amazing not I'm not going to like shit on Dorchester but i mean <laughs> I was not anticipating in that, especially in that little section, it's like this weird island of like i wouldn't call it gentrified because it's not like there's section 8 housing um but like it was a nice community you know to to some extent i mean some of the kids were but you know it was a nice friendly you know if you know the people that were around there like i used to go to the barbershop there and like i talked to like the quote-unquote locals not the college students that lived there but the people that like actually lived there and they were all really nice uh and cool people just, just living their lives. So it was fucking crazy. Was like, it was, like, right mm-hmm. next to the daycare there, too. That's what blew my I mean, mind what? even more. Yeah, it's, like, there's a daycare, and then there's a street, and then the street, you know, across from the daycare, there's that, the back of that housing. So it's, like, a bunch of backyards. And then there's front yards. And it was in that front. It was fucking crazy. Total tangent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no,
2: dude, you're good.
0: I, I mean, honestly, I get so irritated
2: when people talk shit on Dorchester or the surrounding areas. I'm like, come on.
0: Hey, no place is perfect, and it's, it's better than, than some places. Like, there are some areas of this country where, that are similar-ish, I guess. Uh, I'm, like, really skirting around saying the wrong word here, because it's offensive. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there are parts of the country where, where yeah, people are really, like, down and out and fucking suffering and i mean dorchester's loud but it's yeah it's not you know it's you're not gonna
2: it's not the mess that i think a lot of people make it out to be
0: i mean i'm not gonna lie there was you know there were a few summers where i was living there where almost every day you would hear about you know someone getting stabbed the night before Mm. uh which you know but eh, i mean that's what i'm saying right like that happens in a lot of cities yeah (laughs) I would always chalk it up to the high population. hmm You know, like, if you put a bunch of, like, it's, it's not about the, it's not so much, oh, this is a bad area. I think it's like, hey, this is an area with a high concentration of every type of person. And, right. you know, you got, like, 10,000 10, people in, in a little, little area, at least 10 of those people are going to be fucking wacko, right? It doesn't speak for the whole majority, it's just that they're the loudest. You know, those guys playing their music really, really loud and hanging around in that parking lot, throwing shit and screaming. That's just those like 15 dudes. It's not all of Dorchester, but it's, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's, that's how I always think about that when people are like, oh, that's a bad part of town. It's like, is it a bad part of town or do you just think it's really a bad part of town? Because it sounds, seems like a bad part of town. Mm.
1: Anyway,
0: I don't Dorchester's all right. I used to live there.
2: Yeah, man. I like it here.
0: It's a fun little spot. You got that cool <laughs> graveyard, you know?
2: I am going to miss it so much.
0: The the one person you might not miss is that guy outside the CBS. <laughs> Where, there were a few guys outside the CBS who used to just kind of yell at you. Yeah. Other people in general. I'm sure
2: several people. I just happened to be there at the time, so they were yelling at me.
0: But who knows what <laughs> kind of war that guy's fighting, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's fine the war to get some other woman's
0: phone number i'm sure oh yeah but you're going you're going back to taunton which also has a funny reputation but aren't you like the taunt historian? i can't i'm trying to i'm <laughs> trying to turn taunt into history clumsy I, like portmanteau.
2: yeah i love i love a good taunt history facts
0: <laughs> jacob little yeah. known fact Emma's the archivist for now.
2: <laughs> and I've never even visited the Historical Society, but I want you to. Should,
0: you should go now that you're going to be back there.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. You know,
0: well, maybe not. Maybe, you know, go with a mask at least. Um,
2: yeah, they've uh, been okay. doing some distanced stuff that I'm, I'm
0: looking into. That's cool. That's fun. Uh, yeah. You also mentioned Penny Dreadful. How's that going? I'm just trying <laughs> to drum up it? topics now.
2: That show came out like 6 years ago. I um, know. <laughs> I actually I watched it back when I was in high school. Um and it's still I think it's really really good. It's got its flaws. It's not perfect. Yeah. It's a little bit
0: problematic. That's all I want to hear. Oh. Um, what do you hate about it?
2: Oh god. Do you know what, what not, this doesn't drive me nuts, but I thought it was really interesting. Um, uh-huh. When I was doing my final presentation this last semester in, um, I took a class with Raphael, and we we had final presentation things to do. Um, and obviously it was a little bit different because of Zoom and whatever, but um, what I ended up making my topic about was like historical reenactment as shown through the eyes of like a dramatized lens um and so because we are the class was about um identities through dress and so we had a whole unit on mm. um reenactment and like a lot of what you talk about with reenactment is like the like plymouth plantation that like,
0: class. you're Sorry, what i said too bad i missed that class
2: it was really interesting it was cool yeah. um but yeah and so i was i was thinking about the way that like movies and like period pieces and theater and stuff like all of that is technically historical reenactment um just in Mm. different more convoluted dramatic ways especially if it's something like like say it's it's the importance of being earnest like that was actually written back in ye olden days (laughs) like it's it's not just someone's interpretation of it through Mm. a modern lens it's like the actual or like you know when you reproduce shakespeare like that was written back in yeah god, whatever fucking year, 1500-something, 1800, not- Jeez. Jesus, not 1816 is what I meant, um, although were they
0: all A, re- a renaissance fellow.
2: Yeah, um, but so, I used Almost. Penny Dreadful as one of my, um, because I took, like, um, I tried to t- take, like, a, um, multifaceted approach on it, like, I- I did- you know, the the lens in terms of, like, gender roles, and the lens in terms of race, and the lens in terms of, like, actual, like, physical costuming and things like that. And Penny Dreadful was one of the ones that I referenced where I was like, Victorian era, they they weren't all just wearing black all the time. No. <laughs> they were a lot more colorful than, and. but then, like, you know, in, in a lot of Victorian stuff. Um, especially when it's drama. Every, everyone's clad in, like, steampunk black. Okay. Top Edward, hats and
0: Edward Blake. That's no, why it's like that, though. That guy during that time, he was like the first fashion icon. Well, he wasn't oh, the first, really, but but he was he was considered. I can't remember his exact name, but yeah, he he kind of uh really established that as a style. The like black jack boot, not jack boot, but like that black like Wellington, like big like horse boot up to the knee, white pants, black tailcoat, that sort of like. Mm-hmm. He, he wore that, and he was, like, wealthy, wealthy, so a lot of people tried to
2: Interesting.
0: I can't remember his exact name, but yeah, go on.
2: Yeah, I just looked up Edward Blake, and he's a fictional character from Watchmen. Yes, yeah, it's,
0: it's not... Oh, this says he's a Canadian politician. I, I can't remember his name. It may have been Stewart something. Stewart. He was an Englishman. That's all I remember. That's really interesting. Huh. You continue.
2: Oh, man. I don't know. I I was more just rambling, I guess. Um, But yeah, I just find it really interesting the way that, like... Like, especially things that are meant to happen within a similar sort of time period. So, like, for example... Hold on. Let me look up Alfred Lord Tennyson and the importance of being So, Penny Dreadful takes place during 1892 which I am we know because one of the episodes is called the day Tennyson died um mm. and he died in October of 1892 and then the importance of being earnest was published in 1895 so there's like only a 3 year difference between those two narratives and yet they evoke such starkly different images i think in in mm-hmm. the mind when you think of them because like importance of being earnest you think i think especially too i'm biased i never saw the production that um they did at school because i wasn't there at the time but like i've seen the production photos and everyone's always oh talking yeah about it. It, it was, was so very
0: pretty they brightly cut my vest and yeah i'm never gonna let that go
2: it was so. really really beautiful <laughs> all the like all the design was res- fantastic but like the stripes and the polka dots and the bright colors and the this mm. and the that and then you think about something like honey dreadful or another victorian piece of um drama that's you know meant to be either horror or sad or something and it's all blacks and you know whites or like even something like um something yeah, tim the, burtony like
0: the mood setting yeah
2: like slightly different era but i know what did i watch the other night um the tim burton uh sleepy hollow film which i think is meant to take place earlier than the victorian era but like Mm. has that similar you know old-timey vibe but everything is you know black and white and grays Mm. and this and that when in reality it's like no they weren't just scrounging around in their skunk suits
0: you know (laughs) it's funny to think about that uh costumized because like people think about the same people think the same thing with uh the like medieval ages you know everybody just wore dun colored wool and linen and like sackcloth but no honestly uh peasant blue i think it's called or something you know blue is often associated with royalty and only the rich but Mm. woad's wool woad is a material or, or not a material plant that um, came over from the east I think and it, it's it's a green, it's like a normal plant but for whatever reason the like chlorophyll in it or something has a coloration to it that makes it blue so it was actually really common to see, it was a specific hue, specific like shade I guess of blue that wasn't like deep, it was kind of light uh, not like robin egg or sky but like mm-hmm. not navy definitely you know, just like a
2: Right, like, like a primary
0: flag. blue essentially, yeah. Uh, nice. it was actually super common among like lower class people, uh, not like complete peasants, but but you'd be surprised at like, like yellow and red and blue, uh, even green. Um, you know, people think of that time as like I think a lot of people think of those, and even earlier than that, even like you know, Viking age, like you know, like the ninth and tenth century, people envision these like you know, ragged men and women in, in leather and tatters, but it's like no, dude, there are like Muslim manuscripts from traders from way back in the day that would trade with them because they had like this insane like fur empire and they were like they spread like all of it you know, the The way I always think about it is I, I feel like people look at history and think like, oh, we were less intelligent back then. we were less creative, and it's like no, we've always had the same obsession with vanity and fashion and and color and mm-hmm. we've always been you know, the same level of intelligence, I feel like. It's just that our means of interacting with the world are so different. You know, like today we have access to like all this technology and, and uh we've had this like large, complicated, like economical, like globally world and like there's all this you know, the world is much smaller. Whereas at that time, it's like, yeah, they didn't, you know, their their means of interacting with the world were so rudimentary and mundane. Mm. That if you know, for example, like if you look at medieval patterns and silhouettes, they're done that way because they had to be. You know, like they had to do hand sewing, and they could only they only had you know, for example, if you look at uh like the medieval I think it's like oh, I can't remember the name of it, like Medi-ler, medieval tailor's guide or something. They have a, it was really common what they would do, they, they wouldn't necessarily have a spool of yarn or, or thread ready. They, they would take the thread from the actual fabric itself. So like, you, you would get like a bolt of, of green linen or something, and someone's like, can you make me, you know, a, a, a coat hardy and, and doublet out of the wool? And They would actually spin a thread off of it and use that in the construction of the garment that that fabric was used for so that the, the thread was the same color as the actual because it's literally coming from the same weave
1: it's crazy right, right. To
0: think about that but but that that impacted the type of needles they used the type of handiwork they did because they had to and then when sewing machines came along because that was all like surface stitching essentially like you didn't need to worry about going all the way through the fabric on spots whereas once the sewing machine came along that goes all the way through the fabric it changed the way garments were Constructed and then therefore changed the shape of those garments and, and you know uh, and then again like the types of needles they had back then like sometimes they were using wooden or bone needles whereas you go further and further along needles start to get thinner and more precise get these really like, fine tightly sewn uh, garments uh, I don't know it's just interesting to think you know, our, histor- our represent- representations of these things through, especially through things like, like film. I mean, that's one thing you always get to consider. Like, I personally, as a designer, I'm obsessed with, like, historical accuracy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, when we were going to go to Edinburgh, I was uh, really on it about, like, oh, let's keep it in this era. Um, mm-hmm. But when you bring things up to, like, you know, something like Penny Dreadful, where it's like a, a larger—it's for a very big audience. It's like a TV show for lots of people. It has to be consumable, and so sometimes, you know, not to discredit the designers—I'm sure they know like what they're doing—and I haven't seen the show. I'm sure it looks amazing, but like sometimes they forego that historical accuracy uh, in order to reach a more general audience. Uh, mm. You know, there's there's like Hollywood costuming, and then there's like real costume. I'm not saying like penny dreadful fits in one or the other but just like it's interesting to to see that sort of stuff like oh really it was more colorful at this point in time you know because of the mood of the show or like whatever they have to tweak it and that stuff is so fun to think about Mm -hmm. Um, this just had a less funny intro note but we're so like educational (laughs) right now sorry but
2: no, I was gonna say it's it's interesting that you bring that up because that was something I was thinking about last night, and I actually I haven't looked it up yet. But one of the things was so it takes place in in the Victorian like mid 90s 1890s. Um, and one of the characters. So the premise of Penny Dreadful, which I don't know if you know, but for anyone who who is might not, is that pennies are dreadful. Is the pennies suck? Um, yeah, who likes them? They
0: smell gross. Smell gross. No. <laughs>
2: It's just dirty. They get dirty, yeah. It's called Penny Dreadful because it's based off of Victorian Penny Dreadful stories, um, like things like Sweeney Todd or Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, or is that flipped, Mister Jekyll and Doctor Hyde? I don't know. Um, But it takes a bunch of these like public domain characters and then meshes them into one world with uh, like a bunch of other original characters. that's, That's fun. It's really really interesting. So like they've got a they've got a Victor Frankenstein and they've got the Frankenstein's monster and mm-hmm. then they've got um then then some of them are like more subtle. Like Victor Frankenstein it's pretty much like in your face like he just, mm-hmm. you know, makes his monster and whatever. But then like oh. one of the original characters is named um Malcolm Murray and he's like an explorer but his daughter's name is Mina and she's like Mina Murray or Mina from uh, Dracula, um, but oh. it's less, yeah, it's less clockable. um, So when you go and read about it later, it's more like, oh my god, I didn't even know that they did that. That's so cool. Um, but it's really interesting. And so one of the characters that they have that's based on public domain is is they have a Dorian Gray. Um, oh yeah, from the the Oscar Wilde novel. And what I was getting at was in the ep- one of the episodes i was watching last night my roommates were also watching with me and he had a scene where he's he's like going to look at his painting um <laughs> and he has on this like robe like open robe with no shirt on and then he was wearing a pair of pants that my roommate pointed out cuz they were kind of like they looked like leather essentially and then they were like a low rise kind of pant that he was wearing like more more around the hips than like upper um and my roommate looked at it, and she was like, that's not accurate, they wouldn't be wearing that back in the Victorian era, um, and it got me thinking, and I was like, I wonder if they would have, though, like, probably, not in public, I'm sure, but, like, when, when was that, like, what was the, I wonder, because, because it's not, like, it's a, it's a big-time TV show with a a good-sized budget, and, like, a lot of focus into design um so it's not like they're just gonna throw shit in for the hell of it like obviously Whoa. they, because it fit the character in that moment yeah. um but i'm also like i wonder what route that pair of pants has in historical accuracy um
0: i, I was gonna say i'd have to see the scene because they could have been like riding chaps
2: yeah that's true hold on let me actually see i'll see if i can like send um, you a photo. i don't
0: know i don't know why you'd be wearing them inside but but, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's one perfect. thing. Like, when you look at, like, armor, for example, in history, people, you know, you look at Game of Thrones, people wear leather jerkins and gambesons, and not gambesons, but, like, leather, leather armor. That's just not a thing. Nobody made armor out of leather because it sucks mm. as, as an armor. <laughs> if you get hit by a sword and you're wearing leather, guess what? The leather's getting cut to death. Um, so, yeah, leather, I mean, leather as, in armor has its place. It's not, but like, you're not going to wear a breastplate made out of weather. That's not going to keep you alive. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's interesting to think about it, Cause I was going to say that, that happens that, that I feel like that happens for sure. Especially on a show like that, where it's going to a larger audience, they will forego historical accuracy in order to make a, a statement and a point. And I feel like I've seen Raphael do that too. He's done anachronism oh, yeah. as well. And you know, This is Raphael. Hayek talented costume designer and educator. Big, big, big fellow. Um, yeah, for the for the sake of of the design and communicating what you want to do, sometimes that's necessary. But uh, yeah, I wonder too. I'd have to see it because I was going to say they there are there you know there's riding chaps. They don't all look like cowboy cowboy chaps. Sometimes they they do just look like weird leather pants. But yeah, uh, that would be such a strange thing to just wear in your in your house. They also yeah. they don't have a crotch either. So that's that's a whole other thing. No, I, just,
2: I yeah, found just one picture of them but it's so dark that I'm not sure it would make much point point. and let me
0: I'll keep searching but the, the one thing <laughs> you've also got to keep in mind too about that time uh is the the eccentricity of of the wealthy you know like mm-hmm. um there 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 are fashions that you see in history because they survived like a painting of it survived or a portion of it survived but what you've got to remember is like i was saying a minute ago their their means of interacting with the world were so rudimentary right so like going back to the ninth century viking burials for example we only have so much information because one only the rich like jarls and like lords could afford to have like a real funeral and they would Mm. burn their body so everything burns away and is gone uh Mm -hmm. and then if you're buried in actual earth you know linen wool leather the 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 way that those were processed at that time again so rudimentary that they're not that separated from their natural state already so those things deteriorate really quickly you know like within you know several years of that person being entombed put in the ground that stuff you know if they're in dirt dirt, that stuff's rotted away, it's done it's done. so I feel like a lot of weird styles we we lose, and so you know it would probably be expensive to make pants out of leather, and at the time they may have not like thinking about it, well, they made gloves out of leather, so they probably had the means of processing it enough to be worn as like a, but that's the thing right it's like there there are some you know there's the main fashion trend setters like like queen elizabeth people like that that like really define a specific fashion and everybody wears and then there's the weird rich people that just wear whatever they want (laughs) and so that's one thing to consider too is like perhaps on the whole it wasn't accurate but maybe yeah maybe in this scenario this dude had enough money to go to a tailor and say make me leather pants because i want them to be leather just because i have the money to um that sort of stuff would happen all crazy yeah man I mean look at the shit rich people wear today alright look at fucking <laughs> Kanye West like they wear the craziest shit like it's not that I feel like it's not that nuts to think that back in, back in time you know yeah people I mean listen a guy with a bunch of money that you can't say no to asks you to make him this insane outfit you know even if it's a bunch of clashing style like patterns and this and that, nothing makes any sense you're gonna make it because um so that's another thing to always i always keep in mind that is, well the wealthy literally did whatever they wanted at that point
2: <laughs> yeah and somebody wanted cheating. leather
0: pants i mean fuck i feel like nah, i don't know i can't remember. but anyway <laughs> Crazy stuff. Who's pouring water in something? What's going on? <laughs> and Jacob, what are you doing over there, man? We've been, we've been talking about cool stuff. We've been talking about history. We've been talking about leather pants. You're, you're pissing in a pot. What is
1: this? <laughs> He's making some tea. It's going to be <laughs> iced tea for later. <laughs> we had a break, <laughs> man. You could have had tea No i break.
0: Nah, just kidding. <laughs> I'm playing about his fridge. Now he's pouring water in the pot. God. Unbelievable. I'm talking about leather pants over here, man, and the validity of leather pants. <laughs> I think it's time Another we take a break.
2: In the Victorian age. <laughs> I'm
0: okay. sick of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Jacob got rid of his pee in the pot, Emma took care of Orpheus, and I've still got no arms, <laughs> but we're back. <laughs> what a, what a f- first half. That was, uh, hey, for all you nerds out there, <laughs> for all you, Probably enjoyed. for enjoyed. yeah, hopefully you thought that was interesting.
2: Hopefully you learned something, you liked something. You got something out of it.
0: But hey, forget all that nonsense. I've got a question for you. Not you, listener, but you too. (laughs) Not you too, but you... Not in front of me. Around. (laughs) It's all relative on the cosmological... What's a mile to a light year? (laughs) Who's to say? (laughs) What a person. I don't know anything about anything, guys, but I do want to know about this specific... Let's say... Would you rather, I'll, I'll pose it as this, I'll frame, I'll build a little house, a little, a little, like, foundation, and I'll put up the framing for this question, and allow you guys to fill in the insulation, the sheetrock, the siding, and, and, and all the other little parts that go into making a house that I left out. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you rather that you can dance so well, and I'm not saying, like, best dancer in the world, I'm talking the galaxy, not the universe, But the galaxy, obviously, you know, we're the only intelligent, like, species in spot here. But, you know, like, the whole, like, our little, like, section of space here, where there could be, you know, any any number of, like, small, like, microscopic geniuses living on Mars that we don't know about, (laughs) you know, that can dance really well. You dance better than them, all right? Like, grand scope, but not too, too, too grand, you know what I'm saying? So... (laughs) But you're the best dancer, like, objectively. However, uncontrollably, your eyes seal shut when you do this. You can't see your own dancing. And, 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 and then, like oddly enough, if, you, if someone records it, and, and you, know, you try to watch your performance, your eyes will seal shut. Uh, only with your You can watch other people dance. But whenever you start dancing or view yourself dancing, your eyes sh- shut, can't see a thing, which is scary. Because, you know, you can't see. Or, flip, total reverse. Whenever you close your eyes, (laughs) you dance uncontrollably. Uh, But it's really bad dancing. Like, terrible, terrible, (laughs) terrible. Uh, And and now, sleep is excluded. When you go to sleep, it's different. Like, some chemical in your brain is, oh, this is sleep eye closed. You know, but if you blink, you're going to, like, spasm. If you close your eyes to breathe in deeply, you're going to just start, like, dancing. Yeah, so, I don't know, which would you prefer? I feel like this is another scenario where one is way better than the other.
1: Yeah, I think (laughs) I'd rather be the best dancer in the solar system. That sounds way better. Now,
0: the thing about that, though, is you, you can't see. So, like, you're dancing, right? But, like... You could easily mm-hmm. dance off the edge of something or, like, hit someone in the face.
1: Well, then I would say you're a pretty bad dancer if you do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but, but listen. <laughs> let's say that you're alone on the dance floor and, and you try really hard to stay in one spot. People are going to be shitting their pants when they see you. Like, that's how good it is. It's like the brown note of dancing. Like, it's, it's a mind-blowing experience. <laughs> it's people watching you dance it's like it's like being born it's like having sex for the first time it's like it's like it's like those are the only two crazy things (laughs) it's like when you first get hit by a car you know like that exciting feeling of adrenaline and like snapping of bones that's what people feel when you dance. um
2: i do have a question Uh,
0: what's
1: your question
2: about the the other option, the one where, I don't know why, I, now I'm I'm like, I don't know why I went alright, but I said it. um The other option where you, every time you close your eyes, you dance. I know you said that sleep is excluded because it's it's more chemical than just, like, you know, physical. What about that period right before sleeping? Like, when you're dozing, so you, like, you're not asleep yet, but you have to close your eyes otherwise you won't fall asleep? Like, do you just sure. have to lie there with your eyes open until you are knocked
0: unconscious? That's that's a tricky thing, pretty much. Uh, what I would advise <laughs> is getting a sleep nap. He, he, he actually, no. So, not that tricky. It's 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 the reverse. It's actually the reverse. When you're going to sleep, it's like some weird like caveat, you know. Like it's like the dancing syndrome knows. All right, you need. I can't kill you, you know. You need to. Sleep. But when you're, you that know. Oh, you know that like 4 a.m when you thought of the chewing idea kind of yep. like opening up then whole other story you're fucking jiving and writhing and wriggling and wiggling <laughs> all morning long while you're trying to and if you have a significant other who shares a bed with you it's fucking oh, God.
2: Hell. that sounds horrendous
0: but kind of neat right like wouldn't it be cool to have like a weird affliction <laughs> that you could always I mean... talk about
1: Why are your eyes so
0: red? Well, I can't blink.
1: (laughs) I can't blink.
2: At that point, what if- okay, here's another question. What if, um, you had this affliction, but then, uh, your eyes were removed?
1: (laughs) Interesting.
0: As if you had gemstone eyes? (laughs) Maybe so! Um... (laughs) In that case, it's a catastrophe. It's an endless dancing nightmare. Uh, no, one that you cannot wake from. The opposite. I know, right?
2: Shit. Okay, well... Yeah, I don't like that. That makes me feel mad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like... I would rather because i can control whether or not i decide to dance and like as sad as it would be to just like have to stave off in in close quarters so as not to you know smack anyone in my blindness i can mm. i can just decide not to dance but also okay here's a question for you what what counts as dancing like i I can dance, I can, I can, but, like, if I'm standing in my kitchen, listening to music, like, making something over the stove, oh, and I start to kind of, like, I'd kind of, like, tap my foot, or I'm, like, kind of bopping my head from side closed. To side. Damn it!
0: Yeah, really any rhythm, it. baby. No, so, so, this is, I also any forgot rhythm. to set this, and I, I apologize for this lack of foresight on my part. You know, I, I said I was going to build, you know, this nice foundation for this question, and I definitely left out bricks this is a world that is you know how like i feel like our culture is like obsessed with stuff like like sex and the representation of like sex and stuff like media and stuff like that like culturally it's like a really important thing this is the, in this world it's dancing right like dancing like culturally it intercedes like everything like it's it, like it the bleeds...
1: opposite of footloose
0: exactly exactly <laughs> Dancing is like, everybody dances. What, you don't dance? Nobody says, what, you don't dance. It's, no, you dance. Everybody's dancing. The so it's like a really big part of society. So it'd be a pretty oh. big boon to be the best dancer ever.
2: Mm-hmm. Man, i got got ai have got a... I've got a
0: second question. Would you rather $10 million or a three-pound sack full of shit? That's essentially what I've posed to you guys, right here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, by the way, you close your eyes. But that's the other thing, too. Yeah, whenever you dance, you know, blind, best dancer. Uh, yeah, I mean, keep them coming, guys. I mean, what, Consider. I mean, really. Again, I just have to ask. Wouldn't, like, or just pose this, wouldn't it be neat if you just had- a weird affliction that nobody else had—that you could always blame things. Oh, I've got the weird eye. Thing. No, you don't know want like a crutch,
2: a no, permanent crutch. I, if I want a crutch, use. I'll break my leg. I, I like I—I'm honestly trying to think of more questions, but I'm like, there's no conceivable way that my mind would be changed.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm okay
2: i'm already so twitchy i don't need to like accelerate that <laughs> <laughs> i i think that i want to be the best dancer in the gosh darn solar system and i may do it blindly but i will live peacefully with the knowledge that i have graced other people's mm-hmm. lives with with this art that i'm able to create i don't have to worry about rehearsing I don't have to, like, need to know what I look like, because I already know that I'm the best so... in the solar
1: system.
2: I'm awesome.
0: The, the one thing you guys are forgetting... Oh, good. ...is that, uh... Anytime you do this, you're gonna hurt yourself, no matter what.
1: Then you're That's a bad fine. dancer. I don't understand.
0: <laughs> I was hoping you'd call me out for the fact that I never mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> Because I never once said that. <laughs> but I said, you guys forgot about this. Yeah, no. Objectively, you're the best dancer- That's so silly, because like, the best skier, like the world top skier, he doesn't just like ski flawlessly, he can still break his leg. You know? Right, yeah. but if he and, breaks and...
1: his leg every single time- Because his eyes are closed?
0: Because <laughs> his eyes are closed? Done! That, done! You're the best dancer <laughs> but you can't see! Of course you're gonna get hurt! This is, this is what it is, right? Like, All right. No, objectively, 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 you're the best dancer. But you're blind when you dance. And you're going to hurt everyone around you and yourself every time you do it. But, I mean, the amount of money and fame. You could probably only have to dance once. Break your legs, mm-hmm. sure, but <laughs> no one will ever. Whereas in the other scenario, you never, miraculously, you are never hurt. Somehow, when you do this, it's almost as if the terrible dancing when you close your eyes is you dodging all the potential dangers that could hurt you. And, and, and in fact, you even somehow solve problems, right? So, like, you're walking across the street and some woman's got, like, she leaves her stroller unattended and it rolls into traffic. You close your eyes, you do a weird janky dance in a traffic dodging all the cars, and then somehow miraculously save this baby. It's that sort of, like, spazziness, you know? Then why
2: would I not choose that?
0: I don't know, you you didn't dig deep enough to figure that out.
2: <laughs> You're like, you haven't discovered all of the benefits yet. You can't say yes until you know just how great this is in comparison to that I, other I, awful sack of I shit. Need
0: to... I need to make up more bullshit for you first, (laughs) otherwise, it's not going to make any sense.
2: Oh, right, 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 of course, sorry, I thought we were- The the issue was the verisimilitude of the question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What- what- what powder- what- how much more sugar do I need to put on this for- (laughs) to? I realized the moment I asked it that it was a terrible question. (laughs) because obviously you're going to pick the first so really it's about how can i convince you guys to pick the shitty one
2: <laughs> you have to come up with some really awful stuff like like well okay so you can you're the best answer blah 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 but now nobody likes you can't eat you can only choose sand
0: <laughs> no this is what it is right everybody's so jealous of you you can't have any more real friends whereas that's what i was trying to get in the other one Everybody is so sympathetic towards you for your weird eye closing affliction that all you have is friends. Like the whole world is taking care of you in the second scenario. Whereas in the first scenario, the world worships you but at a distance. You know? So you've got this like giant mansion on the moon. You know the best dancer on the solar system. But But you're like Nobody ultimate. wants to hang out with you. Oh. Whereas in the other scenario, sure, you're flopping people and hitting them in the eyes and stuff, but they, they love you. It's like a, oh, look <laughs> at this fucking guy. Every time he blinks, he hits somebody. It's hysterical. Do uh, they love like... me or do they pity me? It's a mixture of two. It's a mixture of the both. There, there are some I that do not you. want their pity. There, there are some people, <laughs> people that don't know you, they pity you. Your friends just genuinely love you. And then they come to realize, like, oh, this is, like, an awesome quirk that Emma has. Like, you know, they bring you into weird scenarios because if shit goes sideways and you close your eyes and start spazzing out, you'll, you'll solve the riddle somehow, you know? <laughs> People take you to escape rooms all the time, and it's, like, the best thing ever. I Emma, just blindfold eye. Emma. And you'll just dance your way through the escape room. And, but it's bad our- dancing. Yeah, but you made it through. I mean, that's what I was just going to say. Is everybody's like, Look at this fool. Wait. She smacked
2: the security guard until we get through for our jewel heist.
0: <laughs> An egg. And there you go. P- people are like, Look, she's a jewel thief. Yeah, but she was blind. I mean, she didn't know she was stealing all that stuff. <laughs> <You know how laughs> that works. If you're blindfolded during a crime, you didn't commit the crime. Your hands dead. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so can they arrest know. you for a disease? A dancing disease?
2: I don't know, can they? <laughs> Hindsight is twenty
0: twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> if only think... he had this affliction
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that that is the, the biggest question when it comes to any of these scenarios is it's like I know, Quentin, I know you're trying to th- ladle in as much shit to make us choose the worst option because that'll be more interesting and funnier. and ooh, Didn't expect <laughs> that outcome. Up. But hindsight is twenty twenty. and the beautiful thing about these scenarios is that I will never require that hindsight because this shit isn't gonna happen in this
0: universe. What you don't so... realize is that I'm <laughs> sitting on an interdimensional device
1: I'm god gonna, damn i'm gonna it.
0: bring you to these universes <laughs> and we're all, it's gonna be like rick and morty but better we're just gonna experience all these crazy multiverse realities where we become these insane beings that piss fire chew glass sand spit glass and have gemstone eyes that can dance endlessly to the stars like fools you're
2: your time
0: all this really is, 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 a, is, a, is a screening process to see which awesome powers we take. <laughs> as we mutate ourselves, traveling through all these dimensions, collecting this power.
2: You know which one we never talk about? Is the flesh wings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just forget the flesh hey, wings. But you know which one I think about often? The flesh <laughs> wings. I like that image. It's so gross to me. They're huge! You got these big, uh. cool, tattooed wings. <laughs> but.
2: I have to say. I do not think my mind is changed. I think I'd still rather be the best dancer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm with
0: Alright. Alright, so in this universe, you both are the best dancer. And... Do you guys have a competition? I was
2: hey. actually just gonna ask that. I was gonna say, if this is the same universe, and we're both the best dancer, then do we have, like, do we now have to fight to the death or something?
1: Oh. Oh. What if we have a competition, but we both kill each other while our eyes are closed? Hey. Oh, no! We always hurt ourselves when we dance hey, in this world. Hey, you know,
0: you know what? <laughs> I was I was sitting here thinking, like, alright, these guys are gonna co- Come up with like a really cool way to make this work, and I'm gonna have to say exactly what Jacob just said, but he beat me to it. (laughs) Yeah, you guys dance in a black hole, form and you both get stuck through it, and you end up in a whole other universe where you both can be the best dancers ever. Uh, but you don't have eyelids, and so you're just dancing all the time, and it's amazing, and you can see, and you're never getting hurt. You don't have eyelids, but uh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that whole other universe is, is collapsed and destroyed and you have that satisfaction now. Wouldn't that be uh, cool? Shit. You guys have uh. like, shit. Every time you're done dancing for the day, you just chill out. Hey, Emma, remember when we collapsed that one universe?
2: <laughs> Don't let I'd be the Survivor's gone. guilt get to you. Oh, no.
0: I was picturing you guys thought of yourselves as gods because the... you're the best dad. and so you're, like, above it. Oh, whatever. They were just mortals.
2: We're just. I'd, like I'd be gone though. Friends. I I would be destroyed
0: in that. You'd have to try to re-find me. I'd find you guys. Oh, I know you would. I'd find me. you guys because I'd be like, look at these dancers. They're <laughs> so good, and they don't have eyelids.
2: How do they do it? Could we surgically get new eyelids, or is that impossible?
0: Yeah, but so in this universe, nobody has eyelids. So, you'd have to like remove someone's foreskin or.
2: Ew! That's.
0: that's
1: Uh, Never mind.
0: Worst. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just say that's fine? I
1: (laughs) said, well, that's fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's got this wicked grin on. (laughs) Hospitals. Don't worry, I'll circumcise your baby. (laughs) Oh my god. Gross. Anyway.
2: It's, It's a lot.
0: Good answer, guys. I, 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 think, I think that was the right choice.
2: Thanks, Quentin.
0: I offered you I offered you $10 million, $10 million for a 10-pound bag of shit. And you took the $10 million, but you didn't realize that if you took the 10 pounds £10 of shit, that you'd have 10 pounds of shit. I mean, you could start a garden with that.
2: I can go make 10 pounds of shit.
0: Oh, gross.
2: it'll take time but
0: (laughs) okay. okay. (laughs) i thought you meant all at once and i'm like emma she spends like a week just a week eating nothing but food like yogurt and things like that and just like waiting mm -hmm. lots of greens anyway
2: is that what the giant who gave you the original 10 pound bag of shit did he just sat like on a hilltop somewhere eating yogurt
1: no he was a giant so (laughs) Just his normal diet. It was diet. A pretty, small, pretty small one for him. Yeah, actually, it was... Mm, okay. That's why
0: he, he gave it, it to you. He was like, okay. can you take this to a doctor? You <laughs> <laughs> said, so how
2: about I that? give it to my friends?
0: Oh, yeah, well, I mean, they won't let him into the hospital. It's not, it's not like the one that Jacob went to in one of the first episodes where they had a giant nurse. Mm. It's not one of those hospitals. <laughs> there are none of those nearby. Those are only in New York. Oh. Um. <laughs> Well done, well well done, champion dancers. Have your fucking dance victory in your Thank other universe. You. I'll sit in Are this collapsed really? yeah. shit universe. Upset. <laughs> <better>. my... <laughs> anyway, this has been disappointed Quentin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sitting in a salty mess of emotions surrounded by angry
0: strands of spaghetti you know i guess we'll see you guys later
2: yeah man
0: any closing statement
2: um i no longer trust quentin
0: bell <laughs> No. <laughs> that's not what i meant to prop no all right <laughs> then
1: all
0: right. goodbye see you later. <laughs>